All right, mama, you started your business because you're great at what you do and you want to do it on your terms. Hello, freedom and flexibility. But you're a couple of years in, handcuffed to your biz, more overwhelmed than ever. You feel like you're not doing anything well at work or with your fam. If that's you, stay tuned. I'm Ridhu Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, former professional organizer turned productivity pro, here to help women like you with growing businesses stop drowning and start controlling all your demands and distractions. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Well, hello, sweet friend. So happy to have you here. Hope your week is going awesome. Let's jump in. I want to tell you about an awesome event that I attended a couple weeks ago. I was really fortunate to go to to a women's event, business building event here in Nashville from Melissa Hanault. She is the founder of Burnout to All Out. She is amazing. I'm doing one of her programs. I got to go to her event. It was in person. It was amazing. She was incredible. It was at the Hutton Hotel. It was just, it was all things amazing, like tons of mindset work and and lots of uh, networking and collaborating and meeting new friends and dance party and all the fun things, everything that an amazing event should be. Now, Melissa positions herself as a LinkedIn expert, which she is no doubt, but that is just her hook to get you into her world. Because when you go to an event like I did, when one of her events, you learn and connect with everything else other than LinkedIn. In fact, I don't even think the words LinkedIn came up during the whole time. The absolute main part and the main takeaway from her event was all about self-care. In fact, she spent an entire day on it. It was a two-day event and literally the whole first day was on self-care. And not like about taking bubble baths and getting your nails done, which is certainly not discouraged, but that was not the core of it. It was about taking care of your mental health. She included everything from meditating to journaling to breath work, which by the way, I have never done, never done breath work. I have done breathing exercises, but this was like an entirely new experience, um, which I think I need to tell you about for like 30 seconds. So picture this, we're in this ballroom, right in the hotel, and she gives everyone masks and we're laying on the floor. And then there's someone doing the sound drums. If you've never heard sound drums, that's like a whole amazing experience and it's just, it's mesmerizing, right? And then that's really, really loud, plus other music. And then she, or then it was another expert there taking us through this breath work, which was like breathing through the belly, breathe through the chest, and then exhale, breathing belly, breathing chest, exhale, and like this whole process you go through. And it was about, I think the whole thing was 30 minutes long. This was not like a five or 10 minute exercise, but you're going through this incredible emotional roller coaster. You're visioning, you're feeling, you're like just doing all the things. She's taking you in and out of different worlds practically. And by the time you come out, I think every single person there was crying, right? Everyone comes out of there with like mascara running down their face because it's such an exhilarating experience. Not that that's so much sadness. There's just so much comes out from you. Um, in fact, one woman said, <laughs> literally said she had an orgasm. And I was like, wait, what? Really? Really? Has it been that long or is that really what's happening here? I don't know. But anyway, um, sorry for the tangent, but I do want to explain that the, the experience that she took us through because it was so new for me and I was so kind of taken aback by the whole thing. And it's actually how we ended the day with that, um, with that entire experience with the breath work. 
And like I mentioned, the entire day was on different modes of slowing down before you can speed up, which is obviously the what this podcast is about, this episode, but it was it's just so counterintuitive, right? Because when you have a million things going on, when you feel like your head is going to explode, when your list is 17 pages long, the last thing your very smart, your very educated brain tells you to do is, hey, girl, stop it. Like seriously, no, 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 no. Go put all that work aside and just go take a break. Yeah, go take a break and you can get back to it later. No, my brain never says that to me. My brain says the complete opposite. In fact, it's more like a drill sergeant. It's like, go, 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 girl, go. Like, keep pushing, keep doing, keep doing, keep going. There is no turning back. You've got to get to the next thing. You have such little time. You're already behind. Like, march, 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 right? Like, that is actually what I'm saying. Even if, if, even if my intuition or even if part of my brain says, no, go take a break, go take a walk, I will do everything to fight against it because I'm just thinking, no, that's just a waste of my time, right? Like, that's how our brain works. So, Something happens when you do that, that it makes you feel like you're doing exactly the right thing at that moment, right? You feel like, no, if I do stay put, if I keep my head down, if I keep working, even if I'm getting distracted with nonsense, at least I'm not like like just going outside and just taking a break, right? You feel like you're actually getting more of the right things done. You're checking more off the list. Tasks are getting crossed off. And that is the ultimate measurement, the ultimate measure of using your time well. Am I right? Because you're not wasting time, you're utilizing it. Even like I said, even if it's sometimes a nonsense, you're like, I'm not just sitting around twiddling my thumbs, so I must be doing something. So that's number one. You're getting more done or you feel like you're getting more done. So in theory, this makes you feel really good. But here is the problem with that. Now listen closely to this. Listen closely. I'm going to say this as clearly as I can, so hopefully it won't be confusing, but then I'll give an example, so it's definitely not confusing. Okay. When you have to get something done that requires thought, which means it requires your brain energy, maybe it's some kind of strategic thinking or brainstorming or creativity or like true focus, right? And you keep going with other things on your list, right? In in essence, like you don't slow down, you just keep going and going and going, you will find the small, less meaningful tasks take up the place and take up the space where you should and could be doing the more meaningful tasks that require more thinking. Okay, so that was a little confusing, but it will be best explained through an example. So for instance, let's say you need to write a proposal, okay? And this particular type or whatever it is, is something that's new to you, you haven't done it before, so it's really gonna take your focus. And it's hard in the sense that it's hard to do this thing because it's going to take some brainstorming, it's going to take some research, maybe some creativity, right? So while you're thinking about these things, while you're figuring out how should I do this, how should I say this, what's the right way, it's hard in that moment, right? It's challenging because you haven't done it before. So while you're thinking, right, you or you're procrastinating putting time towards it, so either you're thinking about it or now you're not thinking about it, because you're like, I can't think about it, it's too hard, let me start doing something else, right? You start feeling like you're wasting time. And so you're like, you're like, I am I have all this thinking time, but nothing's coming to me, so now I feel like I'm wasting time, so I could be getting so many other things done right now. So you jump into your email, or you start doing laundry if you're working from home like I am, or you jump onto Canva to make a post, whatever it is, but then you spend 20 minutes scrolling 
trying to find the perfect, you know, post of perfect photo. And then you text a friend back and then you pay a couple of bills and then you water your plants and you keep checking things off the list, right? There are things on your mental list or things on your to-do list and you're checking, checking, checking because you don't want to waste the time in thinking. In fact, You only have an hour before your afternoon full of meetings. So now you think, oh my gosh, how many quick things can I check off before then? So I'll just do all these little, little other things instead of that big thing that required my thoughts and my attention and my focus and the the harder stuff. So you see what's happening here, right? You're speeding up. You're going faster and faster and faster. You're checking off more and more and more off the list. You're getting things done. You're speeding up your brain. You're doing, you're checking. So yes, you're getting some things done, but... What happened to the proposal? The thing that was actually most important, the thing that will actually move you towards your goal. In this case, it's a thing that's actually going to help you get paid, right? It's like, what has happened to that? So instead of slowing down and working on that or saying, I need to take a break to think about this, or I need to maybe give myself some self-care so I can get through this, we start doing all the other things that feel really important or just feel like I'll keep myself busy with this, but then the real stuff doesn't get done. And then you're left with very little energy because you've used it all up and all the nonsense. Okay, so let's rewind that entire scenario. So let's say you want to write that proposal. You've never done it before. It's something new, so it's going to take your focus. It's a little bit hard in the sense it's going to take some brainstorming and research and creativity. So while you're thinking... Or while you're procrastinating, putting times towards it, you start feeling like you're wasting time. So you think, I could be getting so much more done right now. But you also think, (laughs) here's the other side now. Instead of running down the rabbit hole, you think this is the most important thing for me to do, for me to get done right now. Even though, and here's the key words, even though I could be doing 20 other things, I need and I want to get this done. So I can't think of the next right thing right in this moment, right? Because it's difficult. It's going to take me some time, some focus, some creativity, some brainstorming. I don't know exactly the words I'm going to use or exactly what to say in this proposal or exactly how to start this thing. And instead of sitting in overwhelm or anxiety or jumping to the next easier thing, you know that all you have to do is slow down, sister, slow down. Take a break, reassess, recalibrate, give your mind and your body some time off and you'll be amazed, you will be amazed, just like when you're standing in the shower, how ideas will start coming to you. When you slow down, you will ask yourself better questions, not just what do I say next, right? You're trying to figure out like what to write or what to say next in the proposal, but maybe you'll start asking questions like, well, wait, what would the client most want to hear? Or what's the best result that I could give them, right? Those are such better questions and those only come to you when you slow down. Maybe you'll just start writing down a ton of stuff that you have to rework later and you have to edit it later, but it's so much more valuable to get those random thoughts down and so much more helpful than staring at the blank piece of paper just because you slow down a little bit, you allowed yourself the imperfection, the messiness, just to get through it however it is, instead of rushing through to the next thing or, or having the anxiety that I need to be going faster. Okay? So I hope that makes sense because I'm saying this because I know I do this myself. There is this overwhelm when you're kind of feeling behind to let me rush through when all the good ideas and the creativity and the solutions come to you when you slow down. 
So what does it actually mean to slow down? Slowing down does not mean putting on the brakes or being really lethargic or squashing your energy or your spirit or you know, just going and laying in a bath all the time. It doesn't mean that. When I say slowing down, I just mean pace yourself. Pace yourself at work so you're fast enough, but you're not frantic, right? So you have a quietness to your speed. You have a control to your speed that makes you relax and it makes you calm. It also makes you trustworthy to yourself, right? You, it allows you, like this slowing down, allows you to trust that you're going to do the right thing because you're at a slow down pace, right? Pace, but you're still thinking with higher quality. In fact, because you're at a slow down pace, you will think with higher quality. You'll be doing things more purposefully like you intended to do it that way. It is the best feeling ever. And it takes the level of awareness, just be like, I'm just going, 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 going. I'm going crazy. Just pull myself out of it. Take a deep breath. Yes. But just bring down the pace, bring down your heartbeat, start asking yourself the good questions. And you're going to see how so many better thoughts come to you. So slowing down requires patience. That's a thing. That's what's really hard about it. You have to be more patient. And then here's the great part though. When you, when you're patient, you then accelerate. So it's like you're going to slow down to go faster, right? You're just going to basically put on the brakes a little bit, just a little bit in your car, right? And then just going to like hit the, hit the gas. And then you're going to be patient again because it's going to get in that cycle again. And a lot of your growth, a lot of your results are going to come from patience. They're going to come from waiting. You're literally waiting for the opportunity to do the right next thing. Okay, you're going to have patience for the right next idea. If you continue to go through life too fast, every day too fast, or your business opportunities too fast, everything, you're going to miss the chance to execute really well and with clarity. So when you slow down, you buy yourself time so you can think through these types of things. Okay, so spending more time in this, like that, that slowing down pace can also mean it can also mean resting. Okay, so sometimes it's just mentally slowing down. Let me just take a deep breath. Let me figure out, let me get clear. What's my next step? What's a better question I can ask? What? Let me just sit in this for a few minutes so that so I can just, just sit in the uncomfortableness of silence and let ideas come to me. But sometimes it actually is resting during the workday, right? And that is going to help your burnout. So much research just shows that The rest can stimulate your creativity. It's going to help you concentrate better. It's going to make you better focused and make the time that you spend on tasks or meetings or demands way more efficient. Hey, rest is truly an essential component of not just working well, but working really smart. Hey, you know, I don't believe that productivity is just about getting more done and getting, you know, cramming in more. It's about how you feel, it's an emotion you feel when when you get the results you want. And it's impossible to perform your best if you're not well rested. There's nothing, there's no paycheck, there's no project, there's no task, there's nothing that's more important than you or for you rather and and your business and your family and your relationships and your connections and your role modeling than your well-being. Do not compromise your rest for your sanity or for, you know, the sake of your living, of your job. It should be a non-negotiable. And even at work, 
Okay, so whatever you have to do to hold yourself accountable for taking a break, whether that means setting a recurring reminder on your your phone that says every hour, I'm just going to do a little stretch or having a conversation with your team to say, hey, I'm going to, you know, we're going for, I'm just going to get out of my office away from my screen for five minutes, you know, or 20 minutes or take a real lunch every day. You know, people who prioritize rest and they show up more energized and more focused and prepared, they are the ones who can tackle the challenges when they arise. Because when your brain is resting, guess what? It's still active. It's still working. Your brain is resting a little bit. Your body is resting. It's still engaging in all of these things to problem solve and think creatively and seek out new information. So stop. Don't think about rest as in like, I'm doing nothing. The rest is what's giving you that ability to problem solve and think creatively. Even though you feel like you're not able to control the processes going on in your brain, especially when you're resting because it feels like you're doing nothing, that is actually how you're better supporting what's going on in your brain and letting it work for you. Capiche? Are you with me? It's like a new little spin on rest in your brain and how to look at it. All right. So how do you rest? If you're with me now, you're like, okay, I get it. There's kind of just like the slowing down that, you know, like, let me sit in the uncomfortableness of what I don't know, give myself some space and time so I can figure it out instead of jumping to something else. Then there's like that actual physical rest and brain rest. But how do we do this? So getting back to that event I went to, I told you, Melissa took us through this breathwork exercise, but there are so many other less time consuming and less emotional ways to give your brain the rest it needs to be able to think more clearly and problem solve and get you to your next level. You don't have to sit there for 30 minutes and be hysterically crying like I was, right? Some ways to slow the F down are to simply get your butt off your chair, pry your eyes away from screens. That includes your phone. Yeah, I don't mean just your laptop. It includes your phone and go for a damn walk. Yep, just a simple walk. Or do some deep breathing where you are. And not by breath work, like I was telling you about before, but literally simply breathe. Just do like three breaths in, two breaths out. Three breaths in, two breaths out. Do it for a minute. I mentioned in a previous episode, I'll link to it about like meditating, but I love the app Insight Timer for quick meditations, quick affirmations, just to like snap myself out of it. I got to like get myself out of the hurriedness and the scatteredness and the craziness and just snap myself out of it. Literally, you're getting your brain and your body in a different state. And and I'll link to that episode. Another thing is to write, seriously, get the shit out of your brain and get it on paper. Consider it a form of journaling. Like if you don't like the word journaling, just it's like just write, just write whatever comes out, do a brain dump. Or if you love to journal, journal, keep that somewhere, the paper or notepad or journal really convenient and accessible to you. So it's something that you actually see, it's visible. So you know to do this, you remember to do it in times of need. Get some exercise. I mean, I mentioned the walk, but it could just be maybe a weights by your desk. Maybe it's like freaking squats, like, you know, just stretching. Keep a yoga mat in your in your uh in your office. It is just doing something other ways to get outside of the norm and just slow it down. Okay, so here's a thought. Just sit. Just sit. Don't allow yourself to get distracted, or rather, No, 
be armed with the knowledge that I will get distracted while I'm thinking right now, I'm trying to think of this bigger thing. So I'm going to, I know I'm going to get distracted. So now that I'm aware of myself, I know aware of what I'm going to do. I'm just going to sit here in the uncomfortableness in the silence while I figure out this thing that I need to do or I need to make or the next decision about or I need or how I need to respond. And I'm just going to sit. Honestly, that is my, that is what this whole episode is about. My whole message is really comes down to the self-awareness because with self-awareness, then you can take that right next action. By the way, slowing down also applies to when you're with other people, right? So sometimes I just need to rehearse in my head what I'm going to say before I actually meet someone, right? I need to just actually listen to how it sounds and then, then go and actually speak it out loud. Right? And slow it down. I actually talk pretty quickly on this podcast. My husband tells me all the time, I speak really quickly, I speak really quickly, but I know when I'm in person doing events, like I know that I need to slow down at certain times. I really worked very hard on it. And it's really great because when I slow down, other people slow down, right? I let them wait a little which also helps them capture an idea in their head. You'll see I do it on the podcast too. Sometimes I just take these breaks and they're very intentional because I want you to absorb what I'm saying. So whatever you say or do is going to be that much more valued when you learn how to slow down. Just a bit, not all the time. Like, look, I speak really quickly, but there are times when I know it is best for me to like just, just slow down. Your composure is going to be contagious. Right. So people will ask you here. It's really crazy about it. When you actually even slow down how you speak or what you're saying or get your thoughts together ahead of time before speaking, people are going to ask you fewer questions or they're going to challenge you less or attack you less when you're calm and when you're slowed down because your composure, composure is contagious. Right. When you slow down and think before acting and you, you will immediately appear more calm and confident, even if you don't feel that way. You're going to feel more composed. You will be aligning your attitude and your action. And when you appear calm, people think you know what you're doing. It's a lovely thing. <laughs> and they think you must be right, right? The person who comes in with a lot of anxiety, a lot of quickly and like, blah, 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 like speaking so fast, you're almost like, I don't even know what she's saying and I don't even know what she's saying is true and I don't even know if it's right. But the person who comes in composed and thinking through what they said, and you know it's obvious they have slowed down before they're speeding up to tell you what to do or what their reaction is, you immediately validate what they're saying, right? Other people are much more likely to listen to you and follow you, and all it takes is a little less hurry from you. Okay, so as people around you speed up, try the opposite. Try to slow it down, and you'll see that sometimes other people will mirror that as well. Because a lot of people believe that the busier they are, the faster they're going, the better they are. But I promise you, if you want to be memorable, impressive, credible, genuine, trusted, and liked, slow it down, lady, in all ways. Whether it's your thinking, it's your rest, it's your speaking, it's your thoughts, this is how we accelerate. All right. Well, that is a wrap for the week. I hope that that was helpful for you, that you're really thinking this through of how slowing down impacts you in terms of your energy, your creativity, your brain brainstorming, your problem solving, your relationship building, and how impactful that can be in really making you a better business owner, a better mom, a better spouse, partner, 
manager, all the things. Hey, if this episode got your wheels turning, I would love to hear about it. So come on over, leave me a review or like write me a question over there. If you're on the iPhone, on iTunes, say you enjoyed it or you know you want to hear more about something else. I love hearing from you. I love to hear what you want to hear about. And I am so happy to be connected with you. And it means the world to me to hear from you and get your reviews. Okay, but before we sign off, we have to take this week's challenge. Do you think I forgot? You spent your precious time with me and I want to make sure it is 100% worth it. So today's action is to practice slowing down in the next 24 hours. Don't think this is something you'll try next week or the week after, but do it today or tomorrow while this is fresh on your mind. Because I bet there will be some point that you're feeling rushed or feeling stressed or reacting or responding. And instead, you have the opportunity to take a deep breath, write, go for a walk, change your environment, or just sit in the uncomfortable silence, work your way through it, and see how much better and more focused and less distracted you come out on the other side. All right, my friend, I hope I've served you today. I really cannot thank you enough for listening and sharing. I also thank you from the bottom of my heart for your time, loving vibes and positive energy and know that I am sending them right back your way. Here's to getting more of the right things done and embracing productivity and purpose. I will catch you next time. Bye for now.